Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's Quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. Today we're chatting about something that both Kaylin and I are really passionate about, and that is how to find a meaningful career path, because trust us, we have been through the ringer on this one, looking for yes. the dream job, looking for shit that doesn't make us want to jump off a cliff, and this this is a very rich topic. So this one is for anyone who just doesn't know what the fuck to do with their lives, but wants a career that they feel good about. And we've had the idea of having a perfect dream career pretty much ingrained in us our whole lives. Yeah. And it was something that you and I have always tried to chase, but it can be really misleading. And honestly, it's very rarely ever true to have the perfect dream career. And even right now for the two of us, monetizing what you do care about and what you are passionate about can be really, really tricky and hard to pursue. So yeah, there's always going to be ups and downs yeah. no matter what. But there is meaning to be found. And I mean, we grew up with this like hardcore hustle culture and thankfully we're starting mm-hmm. to see a trend away from that philosophy that like you are solely defined by what you do but we've just been told non-stop our whole lives that like you are your work and you are what you do and you really start to believe that I know that's really affected me we spoke about this a lot in our layoff episode but losing mm-hmm. losing a job and being laid off from something that I completely defined myself by like rocked the shit out of me so But trust me, I know how hard it can be to separate the idea of like meaningful work from a meaningful life, but it is possible to, to have a through line of meaning in your work, in your life, in all of your pursuits. Totally. And in our experience and for a lot of the amazing mentors and thought leaders that we've had around us who have influenced us, a better pursuit that you should go after is searching for a job that fulfills some part of you that's important to you Mm -hmm. or finding meaning in the work that you're doing because that's what's really going to drive you and carry you through your career as sort of like the guiding light that you follow. It's like the big why. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? Totally. It's your why. Another concept that I really love that really kind of changed my life was uh, a former boss who's an amazing coach told us in a meeting one day that this story and narrative that you tell yourself about your work can matter more like than the actual work you're doing in terms of the fulfillment. So basically, it's all about how you Mm. frame it to yourself. For example, if you go your entire life wanting to be a journalist and you get you get into the industry it's going great referring to myself here if anyone like wasn't sure <laughs> and then next thing you know you're like marketing you're doing marketing essentially in magazines and you're you're like doing sponsorships and you're selling mattresses so that the magazines can stay afloat it can be really easy to feel like oh i failed on my career path and i don't know what the fuck i'm doing anymore why am i even doing this or you can frame it as the work that i'm doing is enabling this industry to stay alive And without it, there wouldn't be magazines. I'm enabling journalism to exist. So the finding the story and finding the meaning in what you're doing for work actually has like a huge, huge power to to change the way you feel about your work and to fulfill you. I love that. I mean, I grew up pretty much wanting to be in movies and now I'm marketing them. And I feel like that's my way of still following my purpose of, you know, being in entertainment and making people smile and making people happy and connecting with people. So that's such a good example, 100%. You're still, you're still doing the thing. But if you're not sure what to do with your life, to start, 
ask yourself these four key questions and this will really, really help you narrow in on what the right path is for you to find fulfillment. When do you feel the most energized, reinvigorated, inspired? Like when are those big ideas flowing? When are you in your natural flow state? Yeah. And that looks different for everyone. Like for me, I love that like big idea phase of like, I love the brainstorming. I love the big picture. Love that phase. Um, I also love the execution. Like I love going and actually making the photo shoots happening, making the video shoots happening. But other people really love the nitty gritty. Like they want to be the detail person. They want to be the logistics person or they want to be like, mm-hmm. you know, it. it's going to be different for every personality type. But figuring out what energizes you is so important because trust me, there's a lot of shit that drains me and I don't want to do it in my job. Like, don't give me an Excel doc and expect me to be happy. It's not going to happen. Totally. And if you're not sure, think back to like the last project you worked on or something you're really proud of in your career. What point was it that you were like, OK, I'm kicking ass at this. Like, this is this is me. This is me and my element. Yeah. So think back to that moment. Yeah. A really good reference for figuring this out is something that Julia Star Coaching um, talked about on TikTok. She's a really great career coach. And Stanford released this Stanford Life Design, like career building resource. And they have something for designing your life called the Good Time Journal. It's really cute. And it basically is just... You can print it out. We'll link it in the show notes. We'll throw a downloadable up on our site. Um, and you can rate your engagement and your energy in a bunch of different tasks that you can, that you do. And so these can be just like general interests that you have, or they can be like work-related tasks that you have to do. Make a huge list of them pertaining to what you might do in a future job and rate how your engagement is and how high your energy is for each task. And it will really help you hone in on what drains you and what fuels you. I know these like worksheets sound really cheesy but they're actually very very helpful and eye-opening yeah I love doing these because you don't realize how you feel about something until you sit down write it out evaluate it Kaylin and I went to a workshop ages ago back when real life events were everywhere and I found the notebook that we had from it a while ago and we had to like rate different aspects of our life and how they made us happy and like life balance wheels and all these different things and like goals for the future. And man, it helped me see how far I've come and then also like how many struggles have remained the same and like where I need to work on it. So Mm. these sheets can really help you like with check-ins down the road as well. They're good. They're good stuff. Love me a worksheet. Love me a good worksheet. And the next question you want to ask yourself are what are your interests? And this sounds very easy, but when you think about it, like Kaylin said, how her her entire life she was really interested in the film industry. If you know you love movies, we're not saying you're going to be the next like Scorsese, but you could work adjacent to the movie industry. You could be in movie marketing. Yep. If you're obsessed with beauty and skincare and that takes up like 90% of your like mental capacity in your free time, you could be working in some capacity for a beauty and skincare company. If you love fitness and like the only thing you talk about is Peloton, you could go work at Peloton. Like you may not go and be a fitness instructor if that's not what your jam is, but you could work on the corporate side of fitness companies. There's so many things that you can do that actually align with your interests. So even if you're doing a baseline office job in finance or in marketing or in communications, by aligning yourself with something that you're interested in, in, you know, food, beverage, whatever it is, you can feel really good and proud and excited that you're working for a company that you're pumped about and that you actually use. Totally. And the best advice that I can give to anyone out there who doesn't know what their interests are, just try things like 
do not be afraid to just figure it out on the go, whether that's taking on a side project for a team that you think is really cool at work or shadowing someone you admire or like volunteering after work for that creative industry you want to break into. You just have to try it because you'll never know who you'll meet or what doors will open or maybe you'll realize you fucking hated that thing in the first place and you'll try something else. But you just got to put yourself out there and things will happen. You'll figure some stuff out. You'll figure out what you're interested in really quickly. Absolutely. Also quick aside, but when I hate when you go into a a job interview and people are like, what are your interests? And you're like, fuck. Oh my God. They don't have (laughs) to be like, but that's the thing. They don't have to be some crazy wild thing. If your interest is in Netflix, then like maybe you should be in like a streaming platform adjacent job or like. If you yeah. love traveling and food, which are always my answers, then like I worked at a food magazine, you know, and produced food shoots and I would yeah. freelance write travel articles because I love to travel. You can sell your travel photography as a side hustle. Like all of your interests can feed into your overarching purpose in your job. So don't feel like it's dumb to be like, oh, I love horses. It's like if you're interested in horses, you never know. That could play into things. You could be great with animal therapy. I don't know. There's some. There's something for everybody. Yeah. And that's the thing too. If your interests align with your career, and it, it doesn't always have to happen, but if it does, you are probably going to feel so much more fulfilled with what you're doing. I mean, I cannot picture myself marketing anything other than something in the entertainment industry because I that's that is truly what I'm passionate about. Yeah. That's the only thing I spend my time on and doing. Maybe beauty and skincare. Maybe I will have a future in that one day. But until then, if you can align your interests with your career path, it is just so much more fulfilling. And it goes back to that storytelling that we were talking about, like what your narrative is. So like, yeah, so I'm not a like a pop star rock singer, you know, you can work in the music industry. Yeah, you can work in the music industry and you can feel really proud of yourself if it if you have a story that you can tell yourself about what you do and how it ladders back to the shit that you care about, really. Totally. And next, you can ask yourself, what are you uniquely good at? So is it problem solving, public speaking, branding, negotiations, sales, whatever it is, let flexing your skill set fulfill you because you will kick ass at it if you make that a key proponent of your next job. And then the last one that you want to ask yourself, and this honestly might be the most important one, is what do you value the most? And that is going to underlie the meaning that you get out of out of your career. If you need financial independence, then for a, a career that fulfills you, you're going to need a career that's really well-paying. If money is no problem for you and it's not a big deal, then like maybe you're freelance, maybe you're like just doing things that aren't super lucrative, but really fulfill you. You got to figure out what those values are. If creativity mm-hmm. is the most important thing and you need to be creative every single day, that's what you value the most and you're going to sacrifice other things like, I don't know, I'm looking back to my life, sleep, stability. <laughs> like You're going to sacrifice some shit to be creative, but you'll feel good about it. If it's autonomy and independence, then, you know, maybe you want to be at like a startup where you have a really key role and people are really relying on you at all times to like be independent and drive things forward. If work-life balance is really important to you, especially for all like the parents out there who are just trying to make it work with kids and with work, then maybe this isn't your season of like trying to be the CEO or trying to be an entrepreneur. And it's just finding a job that provides a lot of work-life balance. So figure out those values. And once you know what the most important thing is, you can have meaning in that because even if it's not your dream job, 
you can feel so good about the fact that you stop at 5 p.m. so that you can be with your family or that you are making so much money right now or you are so creative that it's filling that need that you had and you can be proud at the end of the day. And values are so important, especially because we're coming off of that wild hustle culture ride where it was like you have to grind or you don't matter or you're not like, I don't know, seen as as successful or important. And I think all those things that you mentioned are so much more important than titles, for example, because I think a lot of people, myself included, were really caught up in chasing titles. And that's where I thought value would come from and my worth would come from. But you are so much more happier if you're nailing down all those things that you just mentioned because you actually can go home at the end of the day and feel good about your life. Like that title is not going to, you know, pay. Well, actually it might pay your bills. No, it's not going to like hold you. You're right. At night when you're sad and depressed and burnt out, you know, a hundred percent. Listen, I was fucking feeling really good in terms of like, you know, the social credibility of like working in a cool fashion magazine when I was younger. And like, that was a great title. And that was like a great feather in the cap. But you know what it didn't do? It did not pay my rent because it did not pay shit. True. So like, true. If you need money, then that title is not, you're right, that title is not going to pay your bills. So it is about what's important. And those jobs that I had previously at really big companies that made me feel really important left me like empty a lot of the time and worked (laughs) me to the bone. And now doing something that helps people and like creating mental health resources for the app that I work on, like that's really fulfilling. And so... Maybe everyone hasn't heard of the app yet and it's not like a huge Fortune 500 company yet, but it sure is helping people and that feels very aligned with where I want to be now in my life as opposed to a title. Look how far we've come. We are coming into our own, kids. We are growing up, friends. We are adulting. (laughs) And that leads perfectly into another way to think about career fulfillment and meaningful work is to figure out your own overarching personal purpose. This can be the driver behind all of your future pursuits and goals. And whether they're work-related or personal or hobby or family, whatever it is, this personal purpose is what's going to help you focus on who you want to be. And that's going to shape your identity, not your job. And that, I think you and I, maybe two years ago, I don't even know when it happened. But I think we went through this like huge, almost like a life crisis. We were like, wait, our jobs don't define us? One of many. And there will be more. Where we were like, wait, our, our job doesn't define us? Yeah. We're, we're more than our job? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Just probably having a side hustle, like even with this podcast and then having the pandemic and like this weird shift of priorities, like all of those things are showing people that they are so much more than their jobs. Like that's not all that they have for their identity. And this like personal core purpose that you have, as we've said, it's not just about work, but you can apply it to any job that you do in any capacity. And that's what will give your life meaning. So when you think about that Mm -hmm. core purpose, like it's bringing in your values and your interests and all of those things. Maybe like I've got friends who are just so committed to helping their, the environment. Like it is, it is their cause. It is what matters to them. And they're the ones that are bringing to work like initiatives and clubs and things to help their company be more green. So it doesn't matter if they're just like entering numbers into an Excel sheet all day and they don't really care about their job. They feel great because they are continuing their mission of helping the environment at work. A lot of people are so fulfilled being like a mentor and a manager and a leader. Like if the most fulfilling thing for you is to guide and help others along in their career, you can have that purpose throughout your life, in your job and outside of your job. And it, it just kind of, that's what defines you, not some random ass title. 
yeah, that's that's an important one. And lastly, if you do think you know what you want to do, but that thing terrifies you, do it. Like right now, do it. And Emily, the recruiter, who we love following on Instagram, check her out. She just did a post about this, but she was basically saying that the best career advice that she ever got from her dad was to apply for the job that you feel you're underqualified for. Because if something scares you, it's probably the sign that you have to do it. And that has been the guiding principle throughout my career, because if I look back and think about any role that I took that I was terrified to do, it has been the best decision I ever made. Anytime I felt underqualified when I was scared to be a manager or scared to go into brand marketing, it's just completely launched my career in the way I wanted it to go. So please, please say yes to those opportunities and believe that you can do it. If you're not nervous going into something, it means that you've already mastered it, which means like you should be already moving on to the next thing. So hell yeah. I love that. Do the shit that scares you. Except jumping off of like tall buildings. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. So to recap, because we just hit you with a whole whole whack of wisdom, is number one, the story that you tell yourself about the work that you're doing can matter way more than the actual work. So work on that narrative and find the meaning in what you're doing. And number two, pursue a purpose, not a title, because you are so much more than a title. Number three, Look back to those four questions about what energizes you, what your interests are, what you're uniquely good at, and what your values are to help you find that purpose. And lastly, don't be afraid to try new things and say yes to the opportunities that scare you. Hell yeah! We hope this episode helps you on your journey to a meaningful career. Whatever it is you want to do, you freaking got this. Go after it, friends. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.